Ladies, what's going on? Welcome back to another ESL podcast. I'm your host, Arsenio, as usual, and today is speaking model. That's right. You're going to learn about using past models and conditionals when you speak, catenation, and illusion, and preparing and asking questions. And then we're going to somehow, I don't know how, but I'm going to try to, part, we're going to try to formulate a Q&A session, okay? I'm not exactly sure how, but I'm going to formulate it, okay? This will be, well, this will be really wonderful to get some of my fans together on a Zoom call so that they can ask me questions on something that I would provide, you know? So again, if it doesn't happen like in the next month, you know, it's still something very, very, you know, something huge that I'm going to be definitely setting up. But nonetheless, what you have, you're going to have to analyze. I'm going to speak this out and then you're going to analyze, Number one, what changes are being discussed? Number two, why does the college management want them? And then number three, who is running the discussion? A lecturer, a member of the management team, or a student? All right, and then after that, Again, you're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about like courses, facilities, schedules, technology use. That doesn't really that doesn't really relate with a lot of people out there. So I might just bypass that. But just listen to me and listen to everything you heard about the elision, the catenation, the past models. Okay, and everything I've been teaching you over the last what uh, from 145 up to what 158 episodes, right? So about a good 10 episodes is what this spans over. So without further ado, let's get right into this. As you know, the college is proposing some major changes in the coming year. We're here today to discuss one of these, that is, changes to the courses offered by the college. The college has always offered the more traditional courses in language, business, and math. However, the thinking now is to move more up-to-date 21st century courses You've all read the information about these changes, so let's start the ball rolling. First question, please. Student asks, I have one, a fairly basic one. What exactly is the college planning to change? He goes on to answer, well, the idea is to offer courses that will appeal to employers and students alike. Oh, I wish universities really did do that. And remember, students are changing. You and I are already old, okay? To plan for future changes, we need to consider our younger brothers and sisters. What will they want to study? What jobs will they do in the future? The college has done that before. Just think, we would never have had our amazing technology courses if the college had focused on the present and the past. But we need to remember, change, by definition, never stops. These courses are already outdated. Next question. So can you give us some examples or specific courses that the college wants to offer? At this early stage, there is no list. The management wants to go through a period of consultation with each party involved, sharing their thoughts in an open and positive way. So these parties are obviously us, the students, but also the lecturers, the local employers, and even schools, and as I mentioned, the younger generation. However, the management doesn't want to restrict the discussion by always being involved. They learned that lesson from the discussions about changing college schedules. 
they acknowledged they shouldn't have tried to control the agenda. The whole process would have been a lot more positive if they had allowed student-centered discussion groups. But anyway, that's history now. Next question. Why does the management think that these changes are necessary now? Couldn't they wait until next year, the year after? If education hadn't changed over the past few thousand years, we would still be counting with stones now. We have to move with the times, and those times are now. Last question. When do you see the first of these courses being offered? Well, off the record, I think it won't be until dot, 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 dot. So, in saying that, if we actually just sum all of this up, I think this is brilliant. This is what universities should be about now. See, universities, I would have to say out of all degrees, let's just say 100%, right? I would have to say 90% of those degrees are flat out bullshit. I know the majority of my students and students I've come across, there's one student I know, she is literally taking a course in anthropology. Is she going to be one of those uh, anthropologists? Absolutely not. But again, of course, I don't know if universities out here in Thailand have counselors or guidance. They don't focus on the core genius. You just sign up for something, you throw, your, throw away your money, and then you end up majoring and end up being an entrepreneur like a lot of Thai students end up being. So if you could cater to things that are more specific, you would probably have a far more drastic, you know, in a positive way, outcome. You know, training students for specific skills, okay, so that they could acquire jobs that are already ready to, of course, acquire them. Let me give you an example. There was a girl by the name of Marnie LaHood. She was someone that was getting paid, I think, below minimum wage, but that's because she was, um, she was a trainee. So I was teaching her a variety of different things while I was working at the dental practice in King's Cross out there in Sydney, Australia in early 2012. Now, Marnie was amazing. She was a really cool girl and she was my replacement. So when I left, they would upgrade her. So that's why they wanted me to teach her the ropes for the previous three months. So then she would go, there would be a smooth transition for her into the job. Now, get this, I was only a temp. I was only a temp, right? But they loved me so much. And it was, of course, it was every Wednesday and Friday that I would go into that office uh, because, again, I knew everything about that office, right? And so this was really, really good for Marnie because it's not like you just get a grad and then you have to train someone up or you have to rely on someone's previous skills. You literally teach her everything you want that office or everyone in that office knows. So you build them up. And then when someone leaves, she gets the position. That's called building, like, you know, building based on skills, based on what they need. Unfortunately, there are plenty of universities. I probably have to say 95% of the universities in the world, they do not do this. I mean, you guys would probably say, oh, trade schools do. I guess they do for the most part. I think there are some trade schools and technical colleges I've worked out, uh, not worked out, but I've worked with and taught at in the past that do these with some of these students. It could be construction, electrical power, engineering, this, that. Yes, absolutely. But anything business oriented, that just this is not practical whatsoever. It just isn't. And so 
entrepreneurship, there's no way you can teach about entrepreneurship. That's impossible. Entrepreneurship is about fail, 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 fail. It's about building up an online brand, an online persona. It's about connecting and collaborating, developing your voice, which I talk about in my Stephen Covey podcast uh, with the, you know, the eight habit in, in, ter- in the realm of personal development. But you, you can't teach that in university. You could try. You could try. I'm not knocking you. But when you get out there to the real world and you start trying to build a brand and no one's paying attention, you're going to be the first one to quit. So that's why learning from the very, very basics, it's very important, but also learning predicated on your core genius, what it is you want to attain. So in saying that, guys, that is, you guys heard my, again, Nation. you heard my elision, you heard some of the past models and the conditionals that were, you know, within that speaking, um, within that little segment, and you heard the questions. So that's what I want you to focus on. There were all three of those skills bundled up into one podcast. So again, you guys, this is available on the ArsenioBuckShow.com. So you tune into that. You can look at the entire speech and everything. And if you have any questions, you know how to get in contact with me. I'm your host, as always. Stay tuned for more Over and Out.